0: KFC, as well as the Zimbabwe national team goalkeeper, Elvis Chipazese, well, he says that he would prefer for his national squad to play their matches right here in South Africa. In fact, he goes as far as saying they would like them to play in Bulawayo. <laughs> now, this comes after that announcement, very saddening announcement as well, uh, by the Zimbabwean Football Association, ZIFA. Uh, that they've been barred uh, by the Confederation of African Football, CAF, from using any stadiums in their country for international matches. South
1: Africa is like our second home. So if it happens that way, then, you know... We, we just have to play our games here in, in South Africa. It, 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 it will be nice. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I would like us to play here in Polokwane, you know, because it, it's much closer to, to, to home. And, you know, most uh, Zimbabweans are here, you know, plus it will be an advantage, you know, to some of these guys here because, you know, in Polokwane, uh, people traveling for vendor, you know, they'll come and then it will be closer, you know. But to my knowledge, uh, the manager... Uh, for now he didn't say anything to any of the players so it's just speculation you know so we're just waiting for the for the final decision and then they will let us know today yeah.
0: Well, I guess the sad part about the story is that almost every time that Zimbabwean football seemingly is on top of things and on the up and up, uh, there's always something. Something just uh, always seems to pull it down. And this particular debacle that we talk about uh, finds itself right in there. And it hits an entire nation extremely hard. And with CAF having banned all the stadiums in Zimbabwe from hosting international football matches... What this means is that the Warriors will have to play their next 2021 Africa Cup of Nations qualifier against Algeria at the end of next month on neutral soil for the first time in the team's history. Well, if you go according to Chipazazi he says, bring the game to Bulawayo. Lots of Zimbabweans in the country, lots of Zimbabweans in Bulawayo. So maybe it might not even be neutral soil. He says, we know our neighbors enjoy some of the best home support in the region. I mean, the national stadium in Harare. And we have a lot of Zimbabweans that listen to the show. And they would testify to that. I mean, football, when your national stadium is always packed, always packed to the rafters, whenever the Warriors are playing. And then you get told, "Uh uh-uh. You have to go and play on neutral soil. How does that affect the psyche? And I, I would invite a lot of the, you know, Zimbabwean nationals who are listening to the show and who listen to the show, whether yeah or in Zim, uh, to just drop us a voice note, 60 uh, Give us your thoughts on, 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 on recent events because it affects you. This arguably has been one of the one of the best Zimbabwean teams in a very long time. When you look at where these players are playing their trade, and you get a sense that you know something great could come out of the Zimbabwe national team—that they could really reach the heights that we all know they would be capable of reaching. But then, how do you do it right now? Whether I mean whether you point towards politics or politicians, it's a, it's it's a difficult thing to really try and break down. Well, not only does it look like football might not be played there from an international point of view, looks like our calls are not going through to them um, because we were due to tackle this issue. Uh, but if we're struggling to get through, and we were going to be chanting to Robson Sha- uh, Shakuru, uh, Sharuko, sorry, um, as you know, very, very well renowned uh, journalist, scribe, somebody I've got immense respect for. Uh, he's at the Herald newspaper, he's a senior sport journalist over there. Um, obviously, we're not going to be able to get hold of him. But we'll we'll speak about this issue. Hey, eh? it looks like Robson is there. Hey, eh? are we managing? Mr. Sharuko doesn't want to talk to me. I don't know why. Robson, good evening. Rob, my man. Good evening. Good evening, South Africa. Good evening, Africa. Thank you so much. I'm glad that. Finally, we did manage. We've been struggling somehow. We we're almost about to move on. Uh, but the, the crux of the matter is that there are a lot of very disappointed people with the news. I've laid the foundation in terms of the background of what has happened here, Robson. Where are we? Has there been an, uh, an announcement that has been made today? I know that we played a clip earlier on with Elvis Chippazese uh, saying that they will be hearing from the National Association today. Keep us up to speed. What's happening?
2: Uh, Thanks, Rob. Um, You couldn't have uh, described it any better. It's a huge blow for Zimbabwean football. There are a lot of angry Zimbabweans in Zimbabwe, angry Zimbabweans outside Zimbabwe, because I think more than just a football match and a football decision, this has got an impact on our um, profile as a country. I mean, when you are back from hosting your home matches because some people have decided that your, all your stadiums don't have the capacity to watch such matches. I think it tends to have a knock on your profile as a people, and this is where we are today. And um, among among the unhappy people, among the uh, disappointment, I think there is a way to try and uh, find where do we go from here. Why did we get to this point, why we got to this point is that uh, in November last year there was an inspection from the CAF inspectors. All our major stadiums, that is the National Sports Stadium, which is the main one used by the Warriors, or Stadium in Harare, uh, the Mandala Stadium in Zvishavane, uh, and Baba Field Stadium, were inspected, and uh, the other three were deemed not to be good enough to watch in the next matches for a variety of reasons. And then Blue Whale's suit was given the benefit of doubt. It was a partial clearance on the basis that within a few months, that is until the next Warriors Big Match, which is against Algeria, at the end of next month, there should be uh, uh, not only an undertaking, but uh, a clear decision that would have been done to ensure that all the concerns that were raised by CAF had been made, and those concerns include the floodlighting. The media tribune, the um, dressing rooms for the hosts and the visiting teams, the um, doping facilities, the parking areas—they had to be corrected. But unfortunately, as of uh, the day before yesterday, nothing had been done. And then a community—we are not hosting Edgbaston. Ironically, the community came just a week after the Algerians also sent an advance party to Babel Field, and that advance party, we are being told today that it wrote a damaging report to Kaf, and then, then that gives um, uh, feed to the conspiracy among some other people who say that CAF are only listening to the people from northern Africa. Because, Rob, to be frank with you, one is, I wouldn't say that we have got the best of stadiums. I wouldn't say that our stadiums don't need access. Our stadiums really have um, been left to to, to to sort of decay because of poor maintenance and a lot of things. But as I speak to you, I've been to Africa, most of the African countries, and I wouldn't say that our stadiums are the worst possible stadiums that you can find on the continent. Why then the other stadiums don't work such uh, don't get such treatment whereby the other nations are told not to watch uh, the metrics in their home grounds. I think it's what is worrying a lot of people, but that doesn't take away the thing that we have to deal with what our with our facilities and ensure that they are talking and we haven't done that, and that gives tough the benefit of as what they've done
0: and and I'm glad you you've angled your conversation around that, Robson because I was going to ask you that outside of what you think and outside of what I think of the facility, the fact that it is now being questioned and it is a questionable scenario. How has it come about, about the state of the stadium being what they are right now? Whose sole responsibility would you throw it at for the negligence as well as the neglect overall of such wonderful, wonderful facilities?
2: Rob, well, um, we have got um, uh, a setup up here that is unlike in South Africa, unlike in Houteng, whereby the stadiums here, um, the most of the stadiums, the ones that are used by for international matches, are owned by the municipalities, and the municipalities like the city of Jobet, which is new, which means another City, and Bulaway City, they own the stadiums um, they are the ones tasked with maintaining the stadium to a certain degree of acceptability in terms of uh, them being a part towards such international matches. And for years now, we have been running stories in the newspapers. We have been complaining. The players have been complaining. The coaches have been complaining that uh, it's not as the stadium used to be. The uh, standards of the pieces are bad. The dressing rooms are not up to scratch. Even the fans sometimes complain that the trailers themselves, their pollution facilities are not up to screen. So when you look at the cumulative, data, the cumul- the accumulation of all these things, it has brought us to where we are right now. Because we've got a, um, uh, a state like, like Roe it has got huge memories. It was one of the main stadiums in Alaru. We used to call it the spiritual home of Zimbabwean football before the National Sports Stadium was opened. And uh, this stadium has been left to just a decay like that because the municipal authorities don't have that responsibility that uh, they should have in terms of maintaining the facilities. And it's it sad. But uh, we also have the National Sports Stadium, which is the main stadium here stadium belongs to the government, and um, it's, it's run by a ministry, which is called the Ministry of Public Works. And um, unfortunately, there have been complaints that the Ministry of Public Works, so they have been doing better than what they've been doing, because even the state of the peace, because the last demo when um, Djokovic played on played in that stadium, he had an injury after about 11 minutes, and he complained that the... Uh, the, the, the bounce of the ball, the level, the the, 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 the surface is not level enough. And, um, you know, we raise those things, but it appears nobody has been listening and has come to this. So it's a combination of sectors where those people who have been tasked to do the job, they are simply supposed to do, they have not done it. And then uh, there is also the angle that the stance the, the that has been taken by CAF, is probably too hard line because when these guys our national teams and ourselves when enter into Africa and when we report on these matches, we see worse stadiums than ours. But we are not saying that we should be like those people because we are Zimbabwe, we should do better than those people. We should be comparing ourselves with the Central African Republic and saying that we are we've got better stadiums even though they are poor. We have to make sure that we have the best stadium, and unfortunately, right now we don't have the facilities that we need to host to make a tournament. And that's why, I mean, hope if you remember, we're supposed to host the 2000 Nations Cup. Uh, that tournament was taken away from us simply because we didn't have the right stadiums, we didn't have the right facilities. Uh, our preparations were. Uh, far below, behind schedule. And since then, unfortunately, the same things that were raised in 1999 are the same things that we are facing today. Mm.
0: And as everybody knows, like you rightfully said, I mean, these stadia belong to the councils, uh, and in this case, we directly say they belong to the government. So if there's been that level of neglect from a government perspective, then where does that leave Zifa if you have to then play on this neutral territory, uh, Robson, what is likely to be the outcome? Uh, if you're going to be crossing the border to come across to South Africa, uh, for example, as Chipa was saying, come to Pulagwane, please. There's plenty of Zimbabwean <laughs> nationals there. Uh, they would do well. But if you had to come across to South Africa as an option, then who foots the bill for that? Because now it's no longer just you being at home and maybe just needing a bus to go from your hotel to the stadium, you are now going to need to fly to a different country and and, and book uh, into a hotel, a different hotel at a different rate than what you were going to be paying if you were going to be in camp, uh, you know, at home, for example.
2: Um, uh, that that's that, that's a classical narration of the whole situation that we find ourselves in Europe. Because when we um, go to South Africa, if that's where we're going to play our next games. Uh, we, also to, uh, with, uh, with we also have to interact with SAFA. We also have to interact with the South African Security Services. We are now asking them to host us while we are the host. And uh, it's a very complicated scenario. We are supposed to be taking care of the Algerians when they come here. We bear the responsibility of the stay of the Algerians in here. And if Algerians, uh, for one reason or another, something happens. Like In South Africa, where we don't have as much control uh, on our issues as we do when they are here, who then is going to be blamed? It's it's a very complicated situation, and uh, it's a sad scenario for a country like Zim, but we find ourselves here. And uh, just to mention, uh, Rob, you know, every game that is played on those stadiums that I told you that are run by the council, 20% of gross get taken. I'm not talking about net get taken. That's 20% of what goes into the coffers from the 10 is taken by the cancels. Not only that, they also take all the um, proceeds from the advertising um, uh, from the, from the test advertising. All the advertising that is done in the stadium, it goes to the councils. So the councils actually take a lot of money. But unfortunately, that money is not given back into the stadiums either for maintenance or for improving them. And uh, this is the scenario that we have people who have been feeding for football, we have been milking this for the cow, now the cow doesn't have milk anymore, and those people have gone into hiding. Now we are faced with a scenario where the game itself is now uh, at the crush of an issue that now gets paid publicity for our country this is Zimbabwe, for us as a people of Zimbabwe, and the people who make such decisions, who have long slept on duty, are nowhere to be found. And you can't blame the footballers, because the footballers, their job is just to play football. And these guys, the Warriors, they've done very well under very difficult circumstances. And they have been Qualifying for the AFCON tournament, they've been beating uh, the teams like DRC in their home ground. So, these guys, they deserve our respect, but unfortunately, we don't give them what they deserve for them to convert their potential into, into uh, continental beaters. Because if this team had the support that other national teams get, I can tell you they would be reaching the finals of the champions of the year, of the, the CAF tournament. But unfortunately, this is not happening
0: sure i mean it's a sad appraisal of what's going on there and if i had to appoint you just for this two minutes that we have robson and i said you lead zifa you lead them to a a decision of what they should do next given your current plight what would your advice be for them and in fact where they need to choose their venue
2: unfortunately Rob, uh, we are caught between a hard place and uh the hard rock, you know, because if we take our next game to South Africa, because we're playing South Africa, I mean, we're playing Algeria, and the South Africans are there. Uh, we we have got South Africa in the um, in the same qualifiers for the World Cup. When we play South Africa next, we cannot then play South Africa uh, in South Africa at our home ground in this whole stadium. Issue hasn't been resolved by then, so we take South Africa to Zambia, who also happens to be our rivals in the Afghan uh, tournament. It, 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 it's a disaster, and uh, it's something that, I mean, when I look at it, I'm, 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 I'm hit. It's, a, it's, it's amazing, and it's unbelievable that I still have a voice that is not choking with emotion, because I'm one of the Zimbabweans right now who believe that our country has been given a road deal, and our country deserves better. And um, today, in the, or yesterday, we really got a step, in the face, and everybody who calls themselves Zimbabwe right now, I think it's not a time to throw stones at anybody. It's not a time to really mock anyone. It's a time for us to really look at ourselves in the mirror and say, this is unacceptable. We cannot go on like this. Those people who have been sleeping on duty, I think the must all, And uh, this is the only way that we can guarantee that the next generation, whether it's about the warriors or about our kids, then get to, to, uh, to, to appreciate what it means. Because football in this country is a big, big sport. It unites everybody. When the Warriors win or when the Warriors are playing, the whole nation appears to come to a standstill. And this is the power that they have. So we need to help the national team to do very well because they are our grand ambassadors. And nobody is doing it better than those boys. And we need to support them. Unfortunately, we are failing them. And when I'm saying we are failing them, I'm not talking about only the council themselves, but every sector, because we deserve to be ensured that Zimbabwe then gets its right share of the cake, and we're not getting that job.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's 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 really sad. And just listening to you, and I know your passion again, Robson, about the country number one. But obviously, football um, as, a, as a as a passionate supporter of the game. Let's listen in because uh, a lot of people that are listening to the show, who are Zimbabwean, who might not even be Zimbabwean, but are just following the situation, uh, have commented here on our voice notes. Yeah, hey, ah,
1: bravo. Ah Hi Robert. This is Mkolis Tengwane in the Western Cape side, Robert. Hey Robert, you're coming another with another story now. I'm so worried about Zifa, Robert. I'm so worried about Zifa. Zimbabwe has got a collection of players. Some they used to play here now. Some they stay in England. I think government must come to intervene to assist Zifa, Robert. Most players of Zimbabwe, they are playing in our soil. But now we are come with the story that Zimbabwe will play at a neutral venue. For what, Robert? For what? Emerson Mnangagwa took the country from 2017 to top all Robert Mugabe. And then he promised to do everything for, for, for his country. Now it seems like Emerson Mnangagwa is, is like is toothless. He's like a leader without a direction. I'm so worried, Robert. I'm so worried. Most players of Zimbabwe they are playing here, they are playing good football. Some they used to play here, they play abroad. I think those the former players of Zimbabwe like or Adam Lov or Peter Love or uh, Robson Mochiwa, uh, uh, Chipeses of this world, Caetano Temboz, uh, 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 they must come. They they must come on board to assist the the Zifa, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. I do want to miss the time, Robert. Thank you, Mweni.
0: Shorter Rob, Crazy K yeah Kafiso from uh, Deep Lov. I, mean I, I am even excellent to le i'm having a problem we are ready to handle other people's problems when we can't handle ours we have a problem we have a serious problem we can't handle our own issues when it comes to soccer but we are ready we 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 are always ready to handle other people's problems i i don't i don't see it as a good idea to host uh, 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 other countries games in our country yesterday you were talking about the. the the, the car that went into the field, which was not good. But how is it handled? How is it handled? But come these things for problems for other countries, we are ready to handle them. Rob, it's not a good idea. Thank you, KG.
1: Mr. Marawa, let's Africa unite. Let's welcome them. They will play here and they will win. Reason is, plus minus six players of Zimbabwe. They are playing here in PSL. And even those who are in Europe, they played here before. So let's welcome them, give them uh, Pitamagaba Stadium and play their own qualifying matches as well as friendlies here. So it will be an advantage because uh, most of the players, they play here in PSL. All right, so...
0: Uh... The last two were two very contrasting um, voice notes uh, as we take our closing remarks from Robson. We are out of time, but one was noting very, very carefully and closely the contrast. And, And the second to last voice note was absolutely true, where he was talking about South Africa and their inability to handle their own problems when it comes to football. Uh, their inability to handle corruption in the lower leagues and you know unable to handle people that are uh, are rushing onto the field and almost causing death and mayhem they can't handle those things and yet very open like we always do we're very eager to host as south africans but that is where everything always ends robson and the other caller was saying yeah open yeah please let them come through um, you know, Zimbabwean players, a lot of them are here in South Africa, so it's going to be an easier thing to navigate, etc. Maybe in conclusion, maybe your summary, inclusive of those voice notes.
2: Um, uh, Rob, thanks a lot. I, I listened to them, but uh, I've always believed that, I mean, we just uh, we just divided by a river. I don't want the Warriors to play in South Africa. Neither do I want them to play elsewhere, but if need be, if it comes to that, the Warriors here to play in South Africa, that's the way it is. Because, Rob, uh, we shouldn't forget our history. I went to school. I went to college. We had South Africans who were here during when you guys were fighting for your um, independence. We treated them as our brothers. So that should always be the case. We are brothers. So we shouldn't be looking at each other as Zimbabwe. We play each other on the field of play. Once it's done, we shake hands and we walk away. That's the spirit of sport. So. Zimbabwe, South Africa, it's not about that, you know, Zimbabwe shouldn't come here. They will come at a time when South Africa will also need our help. Mm -hmm. They needed our help before, and they will need our help again. It happened.
0: A hundred percent, Robson. Let's keep a, a very, very close eye on developments. It's important that you and I and everybody else who, who's able to feed this information through. You heard we just played a fraction of the voice notes. There's piles of them uh, that came through. That is just how significant a decision uh, this has become, and uh, not only for Zimbabwe, but for South Africa and also Africa at large. Robson, as always, thank you so, so very much indeed. I do follow you on Twitter. I, I think I'm so close to Uh, reading your stuff. I don't even know what your Twitter handle is, but I know it's a Chakiri boy. (laughs) It's a Chakiri boy. You say that better than me. Thank you so much, Uh, Robson Sharuko, joining us, the Herald newspaper, senior uh, sport journalist right here on MSW.